Hashtag murder may contain explicit and disturbing material and may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. And we're millennials who love murder. And burger night. We and bur- we do have a lot of burger night. <laughs> we do. Uh, Stephen Beard, R.I.P. We are carrying dad. on burger night. Big dad energy. This was on Fridays, wasn't it? Uh, it was Wednesdays. Wednesdays. Okay, close But enough. that's fine. Yeah, it's Friday night. Um, I might be dying. <laughs> <laughs> Casual. Fine. Um, apparently I gotta go get my heart checked out. Oh, did Dusty break it? Um, no. No. I mean, if anything, I'd be breaking his heart. That's true. You are a flight <laughs> risk. Oh, and he's on this kick. Well, he's always on this kick that he must die first. Well, be- he's... Because he can't, he can't live without me. Poor Dusty. <laughs> I know. It's really sweet. Um, but yeah, I got some, got some health issues. Yeah. I know. I have health issues too. I have to go get my ears checked out. I can't. I was trying to get on the swing. Okay, hold on. Hope. Okay. Oh God. Oh, I know. It just whipped in here. Jesus oh. Christ. Okay. All right. Tell me about your ears. <laughs> um. So I've always had issues with my ears. Like anytime, like it's like de elevation. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Or elevating like quickly. Yeah. It like hurts and it's uncomfortable. Are you talking about just standing to sitting or like you're on the ground floor and you're going to the second floor? Like if I'm on a roller coaster or like, uh, like I got on the swings with. Oh, or like an elevator. Yeah. I got, uh, yeah. So like I got on the swings with Ray and I like went to go swing and I was like, oh, nope, fuck that. Cause it didn't feel good. Oh. And then we went to the trampoline park, same thing happened. And then now if oh. I like jump too quickly up, it does that too. And the doc was like, oh, it's just because you grind your teeth. I'm like, no, sir. I don't think it's because I grind my teeth. No. But I have a CT scan scheduled. Okay. Oh. I'm sure it's fine. And then Kayla gave me strep throat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Mm-hmm. We've been we've been ill this year. I've been ill, like, all month of October. <laughs> it's not been good. Oh, uh, good news, though. We got a new fan. Oh. Uh, it's, okay. It's my future mother-in-law. Kayla's mom. Oh, yay! Yeah, we did warn her about the liberal <laughs> propaganda, though, because she doesn't like that. Oh. She's definitely not going to like George W. <laughs> Give us a quick George. <clears throat> oh, come on, he can't do it like that. I'm George W. Bush, and I believe that every American should get free Little Debbie cakes every Christmas. Free evil Debra's. <laughs> Big Debra. Oh my god. I love it. Thank you, George, once again. You're welcome. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Alex is going to tell me a story. Mm-hmm. And apparently, I got these notes at one point, never opened them, so I literally yeah. have no idea what we're talking about. We got a lot of names I can't pronounce in this one, too. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah. We're Give going, it your best shot. We're going to the USSR. Oh god. <laughs> AKA Russia. Okay. So we're talking about the werewolf. Mikhail Viktorovich Popkov. I love that. Yeah. I can't do a Russian accent, so I tried really hard. But Mikhail just... Popkov. Mikhail Popkov. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> he was born March 7th, 1964 in oh. 
Norlisk, Russia. A Pisces. Yes, which at the time was the USSR. Okay. And he's actually in one of the most northern cities on that continent, so it's cold as fuck. Very cold. Big hats. Big fur. A lot of gloves. Yep. Very (laughs) ice cold titties all the time. (laughs) Don't like that. Nope. Uh, It was like 65 here today, and I almost was like, fuck it, I'm moving to Florida. Florida. (laughs) Can't do it. Oh, it was really cold. Okay. But anyway, not a lot is known about his, like, childhood or anything crazy. But he did recount a story to uh, authorities when he got arrested. Around five years old, his parents made the move to Angarsk, which is, like, a thousand miles from the city that they originally lived in in oh, Russia because it's know, a big move. It's a big ass country. Yeah, he was left with his grandmother for a little bit until his mo- his mother and his dad got settled into like the new town. So basically, they left him with grandma. They're like, "We'll be RB, go across the country, and we'll come back for you." Yeah. Well, when he was actually able to rejoin him, he was shocked to find that his parents had another child, his younger sister Elena, and he was extremely jealous of his sister and attention she received from the parents. And was very withdrawn and felt betrayed by his parents for changing the entire family dynamic without him. Oh. So we got some abandonment issues. Yeah, he did not like being a big brother. No, no. Unknown to him. He did not like that. (laughs) Popkoff thought that his best way to win affection from his parents was to be a good son and student. So he set his pride on excelling at school and getting good grades as well as being obedient when he was home. So he's like, I'm going to be a good boy. So they give me attention. That checks out. Yeah. He continued his strong work ethic throughout his entire childhood and adult life. And at age eight, he actually started working with his dad digging graves in the cemetery. Because <gasps> that's what you do with your dad. You dig I graves in the cemetery. You would dig graves in the cemetery at eight years old? I would. I would. <laughs> I would think that was really fun. Oh. <laughs> uh. Well, by the time he was a teenager, (laughs) he grew up from digging graves, and he started his own career and became a mechanic. Which is, like, really fucking impressive for being 17, and you already have, like, a job and a stable income, and you, like, know what you're doing. Yeah, it's a good trade. Mm -hmm. So Popkoff was working at a petrol company in 1981, and when he was 17, he started saving money towards moving out of his parents' home. And then the shoe dropped, and he received that he uh, was to be enlisted in the army. Oh, he's being drafted. Being drafted. His girlfriend told him she would not be sticking around to wait on him, but Popkov stayed positive and believed that his girlfriend would stay loyal to him till he got back. Even though she said she wouldn't? Even though she said she wouldn't, yes. Um, okay. Yeah, it goes well. <laughs> so if, okay, mm-hmm. hold on. Mm-hmm. If someone tells you that they are not going to be loyal to you, and then you still expect them to be loyal to you, that's on you, my dude. What you can't mean? expect that. No, absolutely. They should no. be loyal to me. I nope. am serving my country. <laughs> That's not a thing. Oh, that dear John letter. Yeah. Even though she already warned him. Mm-hmm. Let me guess. This exacerbates his hatred for women. <laughs> okay, carry on. So he returned back to hometown two years later after his service. She had a kid, didn't she? And he showed up on the girl's front porch to find out that she wasn't fucking around with him when she said she wasn't waiting on him yeah and she had already gotten married to someone else yeah yep saw that coming well that's not good for the psyche so poor baby Popkoff was heartbroken he left the ex-girlfriend's home and tried to cheer himself up by thinking of all the other people he had in his life who cared for him oh just okay cool for you yeah that's good self-care on the way home he stopped and bought his mom some flowers that's sweet love a mama's boy and then he went on his way towards home 
When he walked into the family home, however, he was met with his mom bumping uglies with one of his dad's best friends. Oh. And his dad was laid up in, like, their bedroom, passed out cold. Like, drunk as fuck. Oh, I thought you meant dad. No, no. Okay. He's, he's just he's just drunk. <laughs> okay. Popkov assumed that he had just walked in on his mother cheating on his father. Yeah. But in reality, the couple was having a threesome, and his father was a very willing participant. They were a throuple. They were a throuple. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. I like that. Wait, what year are we in? 19... 1983. Okay. Yeah. We're 19 now. It was the 80s. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was the 80s. Um, blah, 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 blah. Popkov chose not to see it that way, though, even though that's what he was told. And yeah. thought that his mother was being disgusting when he caught her in the act. How dare her she do the sex? I mean, how dare her? That would be odd to yeah, walk in your mom to... Having... Yeah. Yeah. He's <laughs> okay. like, that's nasty. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So this is when the big, like, boom that started his distrust of women. Ah. And it just carries him throughout of his entire life. There it is. First the girlfriend, now mom. That's great. Yep. Can't wait to hear all about it. Yep. So he becomes distrusting and paranoid with all women, especially the ones that he had like close relationships with and always assumed that they were cheating on him because of what happened in like that situation with his mom. Eh, he couldn't possibly blame his father. But eventually our boy found love. At the age of 26, he met his future wife, Elena, while skiing. While skiing? Skiing. Oh, mm-hmm. I went skiing once. Yeah. Yeah. Where did that go? <laughs> <laughs> this is, of course, prior to Surgery. the spinal cord injury. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. We went, my friend and I, in Alaska, we went uh, cross country skiing mm-hmm. and we saw some moose. The mooses. Which moose are my favorite animals. Mm-hmm. So that was, we had a moment. But it was a good time. It was mm-hmm. a lot of fun. It was a lot of work. I like skiing. It's fun. It was too much. I, have you been like downhill mm-hmm. where you pizza and yeah. uh, french fry? Well, we don't. Don't look at me. That's like what the that. little kids do is the pizza. I do the French fry. Do pizza and French yeah, fry. Yeah, pizza, French fry. Yeah. It's fun though. I go with my dad. <laughs> it's a thing. Oh. He, he loves it. Tommy's a big skier. Well, yeah, the more I know he, about Tommy. He loves an adrenaline, <laughs> adrenaline rush. He really does. <laughs> oh, that's fun. But my sister doesn't really like skiing, so that's what we do together, so he likes that. Oh. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yep. Hmm. So, yeah, there's a little, little meet cute with his uh, lady friend, Elena. Yeah. Uh, the only problem here, though, was that his future wife already had a boyfriend, um, but he was away serving in the army. Ah. So we're coming oh, full circle. Oh, and this already happened. Uh-huh. And it was bad news bears. Okay. But this time, it was Popkoff that, that got the girl, and he and Elena dated for about four months before getting married, and he moved out of his parents' home into the apartment that Elena shared with her grandmother. Four months. So it's fine if he's the cheater and I'm the cheated. Yeah, they U-hauled. They sure did. You know about that? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That was directed towards Kayla, not me. (laughs) Shortly after this, the newlyweds gave birth to a daughter, Ekaterina, who they called Katya. Katya! Katya! We we just made that reference the last episode. I thought we talked about Alaska. Oh, no, I think we were talking about Katya. You're right. Yeah. Which is a great name, by the way. So things are on the up and up for the little family unit. They're happy. They're in love. They're doting on their new baby. Everything's good. Then Popkov received a huge opportunity when he ran into one of his former classmates on the street while running errands. They got to chit-chatting, and the classmate told Popkov he was now working as a police officer. And he was like, huh, that's pretty dope. How'd you get into that? And this is where this comes in. 
and the Soviet Union police officers were feared amongst the uh, civilians and the, the normies. Yeah, I've seen Stranger Things. And they did whatever the fuck they wanted all the time. So Popkov loved the potential to have so much power over people. He's like, hell yeah, I've never had power in my life. I want it now. Yeah, let me rule over whomever. Yep. So the salary was less than what he was making currently, but the hours were much better, and he was sold on the idea of having more time plus power and respect. So it's a win-win for him. It's a good combo. Yep. So uh, he enrolled in the training for the role, which was a month-long process and included exams and psyche vows to ensure that they were mentally stable and prepared for the job. I wonder how in-depth those were. I feel like they weren't very in-depth. Yeah. So uh, he did not have any issue with the exams or the evals. But the people administering the test noticed some troubling qualities about him. Hmm. He had a really bad temper and was very prone to conflict with others. And he also seemed to have a more moral instability and a general dislike for behavioral norms. Huh. Like being polite and shit. Yeah. You know what's funny? You do those, like, personality tests Mm -hmm. before you, like, apply for a job Mm -hmm. or whatever. And it's like, I take those and I'm like, how do people not pass these? Yeah, because they're simple. Because, like, I may not be the way that the question is asking, but I know how to answer Answer it. it. (laughs) It's like, you see Tony stealing $10 out of the till. What do you do? And it's like, you tell, you tell. No, you blackmail Tony (laughs) and tell him he has to give you half. (laughs) Yeah. Where's my $5, Where's my $5, bitch? (laughs) But it's like, so, do people actually fail, though? Um, yeah, well, they do. clearly they do, because yep. you just told me he did. Yep. So, okay. Yep. So, uh, unfortunately, this entire dumpster of red flags was still not enough to disqualify him from the position, and he was able to finish his training, and he sworn to be an officer in 1987. Fantastic. Love it. Well, I'm completely insane, and the army took me, so... <laughs> uh, the next five years went by blissfully. He had uh, the family he always wanted, he was building a career, and he enjoyed it, and seemed like the marriage was happy, and well... Huh. Everything's good. Unfortunately, this happy life would be shattered just five short years later. Oh my. So March 8th is widely known as International Women's Day, and it's an extremely important holiday in Russia. And per tradition, 28-year-old Popkov was on his way home to congratulate his wife and daughter for the holiday. But he came home to something he was not expecting. Oh, okay. Um, Um, uh, (laughs) I have a feeling I know what you're about to say. So he found his five-year-old daughter, Katya, standing in the freezing cold outside because a man had come by with cake and flowers. And Elena had asked Katya to give them some privacy. What? Well, I figured the wife mm-hmm. would be porking some other dude. It wasn't expecting the daughter to be outside chilling standing outside. in the snow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because it's March. Uh, it's still cold as fuck in Russia. So Is it ever warm in Russia? Maybe for like a day. Maybe the 4th of July is nice and toasty. Huh. Mm-hmm. Are they on the... I don't yeah, fucking know. It's geography. I have no idea. I don't either. Okay. Someone inform us. Any <laughs> listeners in Russia, tell us when it's summertime. We do have listeners in Russia. Oh, we do? <laughs> Let us know. Yeah. Or we could just Google it. Uh, so Popkov barged in angrily and starts yelling and accusing his wife of having an affair. He supposedly dug through the trash can and found two used condoms, as well as his wife claimed that they were left by a friend who stayed the night. <laughs> this is my friend. Those are my friend's used condoms. Yeah, because not she mine. was hooking up with this dude yeah. in our guest room. Isn't that crazy? It's so wild. <laughs> That's really funny. Okay. 
<laughs> so, Elena claimed innocence over and over, but Popkov could not keep the intrusive thoughts out of his mind and would get drunk and then dream about hurting his wife or betraying him. Oh, yep. Even though he had stopped questioning his wife about the incident, he was still dwelling on it every day and letting it like intrude into his thoughts. He's stewing. He's it's not it's great not for your mental health. No, nope. he gotta let that shit go. It's called therapy. Yeah, let it go. Let it go. <laughs> so instead of taking his rage out on his wife, who was the source of the tension, he decided to take his rage out on another woman instead, and this woman would become his first victim. So, oh my. Not a ton is known about this one because he didn't actually really know who it was. But this is just like a lot of his recount of what happened when he told the police. Yeah, it's his side of the story, it's like which fucking, is the only side we're going to get. Yeah, which is like fucking Butcher Baker and his bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. similar. Very cold, too, because he was in Alaska. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I bet that's the same. Uh, yeah. Wherever it is, like, latitude on the map or whatever. Where you, the fuck? You know what I'm trying to yep. say. <laughs> So, one night while working, Popkoff was getting off his shift and drove by a dance club in his police vehicle when he noticed a drunk woman walking alone. And this just pissed him the fuck off. Because how dare she be out so late, drunk, and getting into whatever trouble without a man. Yeah. Women are just fucking terrible. And we're asking for it. We're just asking for it. Evidently. Yeah. I don't Uh, even, can't even imagine what she was wearing. That was sarcasm. So, Popkoff ended up pulling over and picking up the woman after offering her a ride home. Because he's a nice little lovely police officer. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, duh. Yeah. I totally forgot you said that. Yep. Okay. So, the woman saw Popkov and turned down the offer for a ride. She's being polite. But after seeing his uniform, she let her guard down a little. She sees the, the uniform and she's like, all right, bet. I can get in the car with him. He's just a cop. Yeah. Popkov states that the interaction started out pretty normal and casual at first, but then supposedly... Something came over him. The woman lashed out and attacked him first. Oh. So she, he subdued her and knocked her out. Okay. Because that's what we do. That's what you do. That's what you we do. You make people... <laughs> yeah. You knock people out. We concuss people. <laughs> yeah. So he started to panic after seeing her unconscious body on the floor of his vehicle, and he didn't know what to do. So he first considered just dropping her off on the side of the road or taking her to the hospital, but since she had seen his face and could identify him, he was hesitant to do that, since he would definitely lose his job with the police if they had found out that he attacked an innocent person. Um, so instead... I mean... Okay. We do the logical thing. You murder them. We teach that woman a lesson. <sighs> so he brutally beat her with his police baton after driving her deep into the Siberian wilderness so no one would hear her scream. The Siberian the si- wilderness. The Siberian. That sounds horrific. Creepy and cold <laughs> and dark. Yep. Oh my god. Oh, I hate it. This poor woman. After she gained consciousness, he shoved her out of the car into the Siberian woods, took a blade of some sort out of his pocket, and he attacked her. Oh. He brutally slashed and stabbed the woman, all while thinking about his hatred for women, specifically his mom and his wife, for, quote, cheating on him and hurting him. (sighs) Okay, well, your mother cannot cheat on you. No, she can also do whatever the fuck she wants. Yeah. Except abuse you. Yeah, maybe don't do that. Well, yeah, don't do that, but, like, eh. She's an adult. Leave her be. Yeah, that was his mother's and his father's own decision to make. So even though she had no, he had no idea who this woman was, didn't even know her fucking name, he thought that she was just as bad as all the other terrible women in his life. Because, you know, she was just walking and chilling. Yeah. 
Yep. We're all the same. Mm -hmm. Every human being is exactly the same. Isn't that crazy? We're just slutty. Isn't that so weird? (laughs) (laughs) So Uh, once she was dead, he dumped her body in a random location in that same, like, part of the woods, cleaned his police vehicle to make sure that there was no leftover evidence, and then he went home like it was just another day at the office. All while in his police car. Yep. Police car. Mm -hmm. On duty. On duty. In his uniform, too. Ugh. The audacity the au- of men. Yeah. I can't. You can't trust him. So Popkoff waited nervously and was on edge for days, assuming that police would fucking discover what he had done yeah. and come knocking at his door any day. Or that his wife would ask him about it. Nothing happened. Hmm. He was even more thrilled about getting away with the murder and pondered the thought of whether or not he should feel guilty for brutally beating and killing a woman since he was a police officer. So he's not even sure if he should feel guilty or not. He's like, just worried that he's going to get caught. Should I feel bad about this, or should I just be worried that I might go to jail for it? Yeah. Hmm. But he rationalized it to himself by claiming no self-respecting woman would be out that late on her own and also drunk. So she deserved what she got. And other The women... amount of times <laughs> I've just been walking down the street at like four in the morning with no destination. Just vibing. I'm just I'm just walking. You're just vibing. I'm just going. Scarlet was wild before she got domesticated. I was really wild. Mm-hmm. Um, I once... <laughs> that just reminded me, because you said walking down the street. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> uh, I was at somebody's apartment. I don't know. It was somewhere downtown. Was it the cat? It was the cat. <laughs> it was the same place with the cat. And so I, I woke up, and I, I left, and I started walking. <laughs> and... I, like, happened to walk into a marathon. What the? (laughs) (laughs) So I had, like, my bag, and I'm wearing unsensible shoes, and then they had, like, water stations, Mm -hmm. and so I just joined this marathon (laughs) and started walking. It was like, a lot of people were walking, so it wasn't too odd, but I was They're just, probably like, who the fuck is And they were just girl? handing me water, and I had my bag, and I was like, I'm going to walk until I get to a restaurant, I'm going to get me some food, and then I'm going to call an Uber, and I'm going to go home. Yep. <laughs> oh. uh, I joined a marathon. <laughs> Life with Scar. Oh, good times. Uh, okay, sorry. Anyways, <laughs> he's like, women are all suck, all women like that, they, they deserve everything. Yep. Everything they had coming toward them yeah. that they got. Yep. So yeah. that's where we're at. So this is when he resolved to make this like a, a it's a hobby. A little game he plays. Oops. He calls it ridding the city of terrible devilish women. Oh. Yeah. That's interesting. Hmm. He's just a vigilante hero type of dude. I hate this. Yeah. So during the day, he was working his normal job as a police officer and being a doting husband and father. While at night, he cruised the streets in his police uniform and vehicle looking for new women to kill. When does he sleep? Um, I probably Where doesn't. does he find the time? How does he have this energy Meth. to be working cocaine all day and then being up all, all night? Ah, uh, well, didn't you say his nickname was the werewolf? Yeah. I'm sure he didn't do it every night. He probably did it, like, a couple times a, a week. That's a lot. It's a lot. Especially when you have a baby at home and your wife's not mad at you for not being home with the baby. Yeah. Hmm. So, he would patrol around bars, clubs, late night, establishments, mm-hmm. the etc. Once he found his target, he would pick them up, offer a ride home, and then offer her sex or alcohol. Every so often, if the woman he picked up, quote, behaved properly, he'd let them go which meant denying the alcohol or the sex, 
He would drop them off at home and let them live. However, if they accepted any of the alcohol or the sex, they became one of his victims. This is like Robert... Yep. Um, Baker. Hanser. Uh, Baker. Robert Baker, but the butcher baker. <laughs> Robert Hanson. Robert Hanson, the, the butcher, butcher baker. baker. Yes. <laughs> we finally got there. <sighs> and it was like... Uh... <laughs> Remember, he was like, oh, oh, if they're, like, bad girls. If they're bad if girls. they're good, it's fine. And I'm going to let them live. Yep. And but he's still going to have sex with him. Yes. Or, like, they're still going to have Yeah, with them. Yeah. Because that's what this guy does, too. Ugh. Um, so, yeah. He would subdue his victims by hitting them over the head, then drive them to the Siberian woods and cut up their bodies into several pieces. Oh, God. He kept condoms in his police cruiser to sleep with his willing victims before killing them. If they denied sex, he would rape them, and sometimes even raped their dead corpses. Oh, yeah. gross. He would take weapons from the evidence locker at work, like knives, screwdrivers, hammers, shit like that, and he would hide them under his front seat to use on the fly when he was subduing a victim. Yeah. He would keep larger weapons in the trunk of his car, like baseball bats, axes... Yeah. yeah. Wait, did you say from the evidence locker? The evidence locker. So, like... At work. At the police station. They could pin it on somebody else? Um, once he was done oh. with these weapons, okay. he would wipe them clean of his fingerprints and then dump them near a random crime scene. Oh. So How that did way... they not notice that shit was going missing? Because the fucking... It was, it's a shit show. Ugh. It's not actually a police force. Yeah. Okay. They're just a bunch of bullies that wear police badges. So he started calling himself, quote the cleaner and considered himself to be cleaning up the city by getting rid of these bad women oh he's a vigilante he's a vigilante he's a dexter he's taking out all the bad people his killing spree lasted 18 years 18 18 years years, starting in 1992 oh my god he would sometimes kill several women in months like time span getting more violent and violent every time so how many people did he kill? Oh, I'll tell you. Oh my. You're not ready for this. I'm really not. You and these goddamn <laughs> serial killers. I love them. They're, uh, just so, they're just so gross. They are. Uh, he eventually got the moniker the werewolf, for which that's what he's most known by, because of how badly he was like killing these women. Because he was beating the shit out of them with all of these like hammers and screwdrivers and all that shit that he's stealing from the evidence locker. Oh. So the police shut this rumor down of a serial killer. They're like, no, 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 it ain't a serial killer. It is the gang activity. Oh. They sound like fucking George W. right there. I was about to say, it didn't happen here. It didn't (laughs) happen. Listen, that did not happen in Texas. (laughs) It wasn't here. It was the gang. (laughs) Oh, my God. So Denial. Fucking denial. So Popkoff used this to his advantage, too, and he would tell women that refused his rides home that it wasn't safe for them to walk alone because of the werewolf. And he just wanted to make sure they got home safely. Yep. The old piece of shit. So sometimes he would even get called to his own crime scenes, and he loved loved it. He's like, all these senior detectives are just collecting my shit all over this crime scene. And I'm just here. I'm just chilling. I'm right here. Mm -hmm. Um, Uh, So gross. On January 26th, 1998, though, he finally made a mistake, and he met a 17-year-old walking home from a friend's house. He pulled over and offered her a ride home, and she gratefully accepted since it was so cold out. But when the officer passed her house without stopping, she started to panic, and panicked even more when when he didn't answer her when she asked where they were going. So, the officer 
drove the girl out into the middle of the Siberian woods. Again. Again. Instructed her to get out and take off her clothes. Despite the freezing temperatures. Because it's January in Russia. Yeah. Popkov, spoiler alert, he's the, the rogue cop, attacked the girl and slammed her head into a tree until she fell to the ground. Then he attempted to rape her, but she was able to get out from under him. She booked it to the car, but she wasn't able to get in since she didn't have the keys, so she just started running through the woods instead. Yeah. That's scary. Eventually, she did make it out into the road and ran into an elderly man walking his dog, but he refused to help her and walked away. (gasps) She decided her best bet was to wait for a car to drive past and see her, so she anxiously waited until she finally saw headlights appear on the dark road, and she, like, waved her hands in the air to get the driver's attention. Was it him, Alex? (laughs) I... No. No, ma'am. Unfortunately, uh, the driver was Popkoff. No, ma'am. I'm out. And he got out of the car. He attacked her. He tore out half of her hair. (sighs) Paralyzed half of her body. (sighs) And he left her bloody, naked, and still alive on the side of the road. (sighs) So he assumed that she would just succumb to her own injuries. And it was fucking cold outside. Like, cold as shit. And so she would just, like, die and not last very long. Well, yeah. Luckily, she's a bad bitch. She's got big boob energy. She was found a few hours later in the early morning and taken to the hospital. The staff actually thought that she was dead and sent her to the morgue instead of the emergency room originally. (gasps) Yeah. Love that. So what? Was she like under the cloth and she just sat up? When she woke up, she spotted a toe tag on the corpse next to her and she passed out because she was freaked out. So they still didn't know she wasn't not dead. Oh my god. Then when she woke up for the second time, she was in a regular hospital bed and her mom was next to her. Oh, okay. Yep. So they realized she was alive. alive. Yeah, after she was just like, oh my god. And then passed out. Can you imagine? I'd be I like, are you fucking so. kidding me? Just waking up in a morgue? That's bonkers. She reported the attack to the police and identified the unsub as a police officer. Good girl. They gave her a photo lineup, and in there was a photo of Mikhail Popkov, and she identified him as the man that attacked her. So that was that. Case closed. Um. Just kidding. That's not case closed. I was gonna say, I don't think so. Uh, the culture was still all about... Uh. They, all, they love the the boys in... I don't know if they were blue, but, you know, they love the boys in blue. Mm-hmm. Protecting their own instead of the actual community, you know, that they're supposed to be doing. Yeah. So ain't nothing shit happened. So was he not... I mean, there was no questioning. Nothing. No. Nothing. We're gonna look into this. Nope. Great job. So even though the 17-year-old girl... 17. ...clearly identified Popkoff as her attacker and rapist, it took them months to even begin an investigation. When detectives finally got around to questioning Popkoff about the accusations, he claimed innocence and laughed it off. And his wife, Elena, alibied him out and said that he was with her when the attack occurred. No, Elena. Don't be creating false alibis. Because, you know, it's a normal Wednesday night. You definitely remember your husband being with you that specific night. Yeah. Don't do that. bitch. (laughs) Don't cover for your husband. No. No. Don't cover for anybody. No. I would turn your ass in in a heartbeat. (laughs) You can't count on me. No, I cannot. I can't tell a lie. Y'all, if you're ever in in some shit. Don't call me. Don't don't call Scarlett. You're going to call Dustin. Uh, Yes. Call Dusty Bucks. Yep. (laughs) Because the less I know, the better for you. (laughs) 
so the police concluded that the victim must be confused because you know she had that head injury. It's her goddamn lady brain. She's, it's the lady she brain. Know what's going on? She's stupid. She's making shit up. Yeah, her IQ is like five. She doesn't know. Ugh. So case went cold, and no one took another look at it for a really long time. Yeah, why would they? It did have its negative effects on the community, however. Another teenage girl, 18 at the time, was discovered alive, but brutally attacked and injured in the woods the very next summer, and she decided not to inform the police on what happened to her because of how poorly other victims were being treated when they came forward. I mean, yeah. They're not believing anyone else. Why believe her? Popkoff saw how close he had come to being caught and decided to be more careful and lay low going forward. So he quit his job as a police officer and became a car salesman. That's not suspicious at all. But uh, he kept his badge. He didn't turn that in. Ah. Uh, they're like, eh, it's fine. It's fine. Just you hold keep on to it. it. Just in case you Use need it. Use it as a prop. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. For Halloween next year. Yep. Popkoff continued to kill and attack, being more ambitious and also careful during his attacks. Knowing that the police would take his word more seriously than a victim's just made him even more confident and brutal. Yeah. Which is fucked, but yeah. And on June 2nd, 2000, Popkoff was listening to the radio in his car that evening when he noticed two women walking by. The two women had gone to visit one of the girl's sisters and left around midnight. They almost ordered a taxi to take them both home since they've had teenage daughters waiting on them at home because they're moms, but decided to take a walk instead since the weather was nice. Yeah. And, you know, the weather ain't that nice in Russia, so they're taking advantage. Oh, yeah. As they were walking, Popkov pulled his car up beside them and shoved, like, showed them his badge and offered them a ride home as an off-duty police officer. I'm just a nice dude. Just get in the car. Just an average guy. Just get in the fucking car. Yeah. No man is an undercover cop. (laughs) No man. It's not a thing. Um, So the women agreed to get into the vehicle and soon found themselves stranded in the woods just like his other victims. In the Siberian wilderness. Yep. That's uh, where you want to be. Uh, so this was Popkov's first time attacking two women at the same time. Yeah, he's getting more um, brazen. Yep. He killed one of the women almost immediately after reaching their destination in the woods. Uh, and the other one fucking took off running to get away from him. Yeah. You hate to leave your friend, but you gotta save yourself if you can. He wasn't fully prepared for that to happen and rushed after the woman so he would not have another situation like the 17-year-old. Once he caught up to the woman, he stabbed her so many times that he stained the floor's floor with her blood, and he made a mistake that he did not take notice of until he got home. He dropped his police badge at the crime scene. Oh, you fucking moron. Yep. Stay stupid. Stay but stupid. You fucking idiot. So, once he finished tucking his daughter into bed, because, uh, you know, he went home and tucked his daughter into bed. Yeah. Um, he noticed that the badge was missing, and so he hauled ass back to the woods to, like, start tracking around where he found his badge. Yeah, he's got to go back now. He was able to quickly find his badge, unfortunately, and as he was getting ready to leave, he heard a noise and realized it was one of his victims, and she was still breathing. Oh. So he went out to his car and grabbed his shovel from the trunk and finished what he came out there for. Oh. Um, And then he went back home and just chilled. Watch Jeopardy, probably. Ate popcorn. Oh, this man is so insane. The two victims were found days later, and investigators still had no evidence, clues, or leads to give them any sort of direction with the case, and it grew cold again. Even though they had this 17-year-old who said, hey, it was that motherfucker right there. He tried to kill me, and I almost died. Half my body is paralyzed now. But we're not going to believe her. Yeah. So, the next 10 uh. years, Popkoff spent his Ten time- Ten more years? Ten more years. 
Oh my His God. crime screen goes from 1992 to 2010. Damn. That is such an incredible amount of time for something like this to be happening. Yep. So the next 10 years, Popkoff spent his time continuing to kidnap and murder women and then dump them in the woods. Casual. The public was starting to become frantic and distrusting of the police, even more so, because of the thought that they were covering up the murders or possibly on the side of the murderer. So they're like, we either well, think you guys are covering it up or he's one of y'all. Yeah, and they're not. Which is wrong. That's They're not wrong. So he would go on to commit over 83 murders, and he confessed to at least 78 of them that have been confirmed. Eight, three? Eight, three. Eighty-three. Eighty-three. That he, like, did. definitely did. That's what he confessed to. Well, that's what he confessed to. Yeah. Okay. And 78 have been confirmed. 78 yeah. of the 83. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how you remember all that. I don't even remember what I ate for breakfast this morning. No. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you know how my memory is. <laughs> I can't remember jack shit. Um, se- mm-hmm. 78. Confirmed. That just doesn't compute. Yeah. Over 18. How many How many averages a year is that up? That's seven. Well, he confessed to 83, so we'll do 83 divided by 18 so he did about four and a half a year over his 18 year span i feel like he had to have done more though but he only remembered 83 so like one every three months yeah or four months yeah one every three to four months oh my god so uh, please how have i never heard of this i know killed 83 people yep uh uh the police force knew they weren't getting anywhere no shit. With the case and decided to pass the information off to a new investigative team within the department. Good. They clearly need help. And almost as soon as this team took over, they noticed that there was a huge piece of evidence they had overlooked. Popkoff's tire treads at the crime scenes. I was just you love about some tire treads. to fucking say that. You fucking love some tire treads. Yes. I was like, why is there no... Uh, they ain't looking into the tire treads. Are they looking for like discarded trash cigarettes i mean the weapons are fucking left wherever ah yep i'm so mad i didn't say that earlier (laughs) i'm so mad because this is the same thing that got uh hansen caught too was the tire treads yep ah so the photos were all sent off for further evaluation and they found that the tires belonged to a lata 4x4 suv which was a very popular vehicle used by law enforcement police the popo So after this discovery, the police were like, oh, you remember that girl who accused Popkov as her attacker, like, forever ago? Yeah. Maybe she wasn't lying, and it was him. So the investigative team started questioning all current and former members of the police force who were active during the time when the murders began and when they took a, and you know, when they ended. Yeah. Or slowed down. And there were almost 3,500 men they had to interview that worked in the police force over that span of two decades. At least they went through all of them. Yep. There was no stone unturned. There was not. Finally. Because uh, Mikhail Popkoff, he finally got his turn to be interviewed in March of 2012. He should have been first on the chopping block. He was confident that one little little interview, it's not going to make a difference. He's already been interviewed a shit ton. Yeah. And he whatever. worked there. Yeah, he worked there. Every day was an interview. I've gotten away with this for 20 years. I'm good. Yeah. But science and resources finally caught up with him. And now DNA evidence was being tested from all the crime scenes where it had been collected. Boom, bitch. Bitch. You going down, motherfucker. So investigators were taking saliva samples from all the officers that they were interviewing and comparing it to the semen samples found at the crime scenes. Gross. Yeah, it's nasty. I hate semen so much. (laughs) That's why I'm gay. 
<laughs> so when Popkoff was asked for his sample at his arrival to the station, he did end up giving it, but first asked what would happen if he refused to give the sample. <laughs> which just makes you look suspicious. So, yeah. So what happens if I don't, don't do, do it? this? <laughs> if I say you can't, what, do are you going to be mad at me? <laughs> yeah, what kind of repercussions are we talking about? So after Popkoff finished his interview, investigators assigned a police officer to tail his ass. Fucking love when they do. I like when they send Finn and Law and Order SVU to go tail people because he just looks really cool when he's doing it. Yeah, yeah. That's the that's the little PI thing. It's yeah, like it's I'm like just a, gonna watch you from afar watch, and watch your ass. Yeah, I um, love I love observing and people uh, watching. It's great. The first stop our our boy Mikhail made was to an attorney's office. Well, yeah, it wasn't. You know. He ain't stupid. Yeah, he's like, and they're well. like, okay, well that's suspicious, but we can't arrest him yet. So officers kept someone on his tail for several weeks while they waited for the DNA results to come back in. And what do you know? They matched. Mm-hmm. So in June of 2012, authorities arrested Popkoff and he started the interrogation process. He originally only confessed to three murders at the time, but as they kept him talking, the number kept growing and it jumped to 22 murders. Uh, okay. He, was he started a- three and then was like, okay, oh, okay, it's, okay, it's actually 22, my bad. But I thought it was 70-something. We're gonna get there. Oh, okay. So, he was able to describe many of his attacks in detail and claim that he was doing it to clean up the city of prostitutes, even though none of his victims were either proven or considered to be sex workers at all. He just hated uh, women. Clearly. He's like, I'm killing the prostitutes, even though I just killed two moms that were not prostitutes at all. Yeah. So, a psychologist interviewed Popkoff to evaluate him and make sure he was confident to stand trial. And found that he was. Despite his ass-backwards view of women, he knew perfectly well what he was doing and that it was wrong, no matter what he claimed. Yeah, he knew right from wrong. Yeah, he And he did. was clearly trying to get away with it. Yep. So, in January of 2015, Popkoff was sentenced to life in prison after his trial. His wife and daughter refused to believe what he had done and were very outspoken in the news and the press. They told anyone that would listen that Popkoff was not dangerous and when he was released because they thought he would be released because he's innocent. They would continue to live together as a happy family. His daughter even offered to solve the crimes herself and find the real killer since she didn't believe that her dad could do that. For like 80 crimes? Mm-hmm. I mean, look into it if you'd like to, but the conclusion is he done did it. Yeah. So after being incarcerated for two years, Popkoff ended up confessing to an additional 59 murders. Most people believe that he did this for like fame and glory. He wanted to make sure, like, his spot as Russian's most notorious serial killer stayed with him so that he would get, like, taken care of in prison. Hmm. Oh, so, like, people would fear him. Okay. He ended up having an additional trial for the other murders he confessed to and giving another life sentence. He is still alive today, serving out his life sentence in a prison in Russia at 59 years old. And his family still refuses to believe what he did, even though he admitted to it. He's still alive? He is still alive. Wow. Mm-hmm. And pretty young by all accounts. Hey, Popkov, you can fuck all the way off. Fuck all the way off. <laughs> oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Want to know where I found him? TikTok. TikTok. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's so wild. You, see, you get yours from, you know, TV. <laughs> I get mine from TikTok yeah. and whatever people recommend uh, to us on the Instagram. Yeah, it's the new Google. Mm-hmm. The werewolf of Russia. Russia. The Damn. USSR. That was bonkers. Mm-hmm. Hate it. You want to see a picture of him? I would love to. Oh, please. Can we make fun of him? Yep. Does he have a funny little hat on? What? <laughs> <laughs> like a big 
Like a big fur? No, he doesn't. Fur hat? <laughs> That's all I think of whenever I think of Russia. But he does look creepy. Oh. Hmm. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot of forehead wrinkle. <laughs> From cop to killer. Yep. Wow. He does look Russian. Yeah? That's what he looks like now. Oh. Yeah. Oh. That's um scary, right? His hair is Dustin-esque. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he's real gross. Uh, do you have any fun facts? I want to do fun facts about Siberian tigers. I love that. <laughs> Please do. Uh, I love a good Since big we were cat. in the Siberian woods, we're going to talk about the Siberian kitty cat. <gasps> Yay! Uh, the Siberian tiger is also known as the Amur tiger, and it's only found in eastern Russian alpine forests. What? And, yep, and it's got a teeny population in northern China. Wow. Mm-hmm. Huh. Fewer than 4,000 of these exist in the wild today because everybody's going extinct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think there's a Siberian tiger at the Louisville Zoo, if Louisville. I'm not mistaken. Louisville. <laughs> I'll have to see a photo of one, but I yep. think I think so. Yeah. They usually grow between 6 and 10 feet. They weigh anywhere from 200 to 575 pounds. Imagine a 10-foot, 575-pound cat. Uh, Like Newt, <laughs> 500 pounds? Absolutely not. Oh, he'd eat you. They're a light orange coat with dark brown or black stripes and a cream-colored oh. underbelly. Oh. Um, yeah. I love that. They are an endangered species, and they live anywhere from 15 to 20 years in the wild or 26 years if they're in captivity. Animals prison. Yeah. Yep. Protected. Protected Quote animal unquote. prison. Yeah. Yeah, I do have mixed feelings about a zoo. Oh. Yep. They like to eat elk, wild pig, deer, rabbits, and probably humans. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, don't go into their house. Nope. And expect not to be eaten by them. Nope. Don't be doing that. Too bad our boy didn't get got by a Siberian tiger. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Well, that was crazy. I feel like we haven't had a good uh, serial killer in a while. I know. I'm the one that has to do those. Um, You are. Yeah. Because I... Refuse. Don't no. have the... I don't have the wherewithal... No. ...to cover serial killers. It's mm. too much information. Yep. Oh, well, thank you. Um... Before you go, follow us on Instagram at hashtag MurderPod. Spell it all out. And we also have a Patreon. Little hash browns. Our little hash browns. So go check us out on the pates. And if you like this, give us five stars. Don't give us one star. Yeah, don't do that. And five give us a nice good. review so we can talk about it on the show and shout you out. Yeah, we'll highlight you on the Instagram. We'll read it out loud on the next episode we record. I'll tell my mom. She'll be really proud of me. Yeah. She'll give me a hug. Her dead mom. <laughs> I meant my alive mom. I know. <laughs> I know. The dead mom's club. Uh, oh, my God. Um, well, I have to go. I'm tired. And I got Christmas. <laughs> Listen, I got Christmas tree cakes. The little Debbies. The home. evil Debras? I love don't yes. you call don't you call deborah evil she, is evil. she loves me i've eaten <laughs> i think i've eaten nine cakes so far in the last oh, week <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my god i love it that's, um i mean that's that's pretty conservative for me you can ask kendra i can go through some debbie cakes <laughs> i believe it mm -hmm. oh and i have to go cuddle with lillian oh, and you'll be she's so angsty she's today very angsty today <laughs> all right well thanks for hanging out love, love you bye, bye.
Don't trust the strange man in a cop uniform. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. Don't get in the car. Thank you for listening to Hashtag Murder. Episodes are written and edited by Alex Lewis and Scarlett Hipton. Our intro and outro music is written and played by Derek Branton. Our cover art is by the lovely Lauren Walker. And our name was created by the most wonderful, supportive, and super hot boyfriend, Dustin Branton. We hope you've enjoyed your time with us. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or ideas, you can reach us at hashtag murderpod at gmail.com. That's H-A-S-H-T-A-G murderpod at gmail.com. And don't forget to tell all of your friends about us. Thanks. Bye. He assumed that she would just succumb, 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 succumb. Fuck. She would... <laughs> you gotta start that one over You're again. so many books. Succumb? <laughs> yeah, to myself. <laughs> I can say the words however I want. (laughs) I can say the words however I want in my own head. So he he assumed that she would succumb to her own injuries and like paired with the... Is it not succumb? Did I say it wrong? No, that was right. Oh. Okay, one more time. He assumed that she would succumb... Wait, one more time because I was laughing. (laughs) Succumb? Succumb? Jesus. Desmoines? Desmoines? <laughs> you mean it's not Desmoines? You mean it's not? Hello? Okay. Okay. I get Lily and Marie. Hey, back up. What you call it? Game. Game. Is that. Yeah, that's where it's at. Russia. Okay. Um. So he continued his strong worth at. God damn it. <laughs> start. Start over. Hold on. How old is he? Seventeen. Uh. No. In 1982. So in the Soviet oh Union, police officers were featured amongst the civilians and basically did. Or sorry. Popkovs. That was Lily. You're so spicy. <laughs> so Popkov. <laughs> She's howling. She's uh, mad. The moon is out. She's howling now. God, she's a maniac. Being a fucking hoe. Okay. I know. What a piece of shit. So after she gained consciousness. Consciousness? 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 After she woke the fuck up, he shoved her out of the car into the Siberian... Why are you laughing? <laughs> Wait, start that one over. <laughs> start that over. Consciousness. Consciousness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Alex. <laughs> okay. 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 I need a drink. Okay. <laughs> you guys suck. Far uh, cloud up here. <laughs> She's very farty today. It smells so bad. She smells like her dad. That's foul. Okay. She might be good now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>